If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And welcome to the Horticulture Week podcast. I'm Rachel Forsyth, senior reporter at Hort Week, and today I'm joined by Rupert Keys. Rupert has been managing director of Keyscape Landscape Design and Construction for 30 years, and with his wife Ruth, has constructed over 30 RHS show gardens over the years. Quite nice symmetry there. Uh, recently, Rupert has also founded Task Academy, which we will be hearing all about today. Welcome, Rupert. It's lovely to have you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, lovely to be here. Brilliant. And you were recently at RHS Malvern Spring Festival. How was that? Well, they hit record numbers um, for the first time. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic. I mean, the weather was with us, um, but I think people just generally wanted to get out. Um, But we were involved with um, a new concept called Affordable Gardens, um, designed by Jess Russell Perry, who is the show leader at RHS Malvern. Um, and the other thing we were sort of involved with, uh, regard on the task, with my task hat on, um, we created a demonstration garden uh, as well. So that sort of showed the um, underlying elements of, of landscaping, um, which was called Under the Surface, which was a bit of a take on what we uh, did at Gardener's World Live last summer uh, with the APL. And what have the public's responses been to that? Were they quite engaged? Uh, do you know, I stand back I, and and look at people sort of talking to each other and, and, and pointing, and I think it's just opened a lot of people's eyes um, to actually what does go on under the surface. Um, and... I mean, they they were really inspired and um, just sort of it opened their eyes up to, um, you know, the amount of work that goes on under the surface that you 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 see, um, you know, in, in a normal landscape uh, situation. Yeah, because I think garden designers are starting to get a bit more recognised on TV shows and things like that. But do you think there's a bit of a, a gap where, where landscapers are concerned? I, I think it's a huge gap. Um, this is something that I I spoke about with other contractors on site at Malvern, and um, it's you know it's it's a long standing um, argument, and uh, you know it's that recognition that that us contractors 
need to have. Um, you know, we we need garden designers, but garden designers also need us as landscapers, and we we both play a huge part in 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 a show garden or or any um, contract or garden that we build privately. Um, and I I feel really strongly about the recognition side for contractors. When you see it on TV, they always mention the designer and they never mention the contractor. And I think that really needs to change um, because we, you know, we're very passionate about what we do as well as garden designers are. And I think to have that recognition will go a long way you know, and I and I get that you know some designers want the recognition, but there's a lot of designers out there that are actually saying, no, as a contractor, you don't get the recognition. We want to try and change that for 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 us. And so yeah, it's um, how we do that. I'm I'm not quite sure yet, but one of the conversations I was having with other contractors was about doing a a garden um, for our, for ourselves and designing a garden for ourselves um and you know if, if that's the way we get the recognition then we'll we'll have to do that but um it's it's something that you know we we really want to do um and build a garden because landscapers are all designers as well um in in you know when they're on the ground you might have to change something so um you know and the designer's not always around so you know, we have to see the the potential in in the design, but if we have to change elements of it while we're on site, um, then you know we a lot a lot of landscapers have an eye of, eye for that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And we're such a sharing industry. I think oh. a lot of people would agree that everyone should get you know equal recognition for for an equal an equally well done job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I to- um, totally agree. Um, and we, you know, we uh, landscapers and designers have a really good relationship most of the time. Um, but I think when it comes to show gardens, um, you know, like I said, you know, we just don't, as a contractor, we just don't get that that mention. It, it'd just be nice to to have have that when it goes out to, you know, press or TV. Um, so yeah. We have had an unbelievable few years, so I just wanted to check in as well. How has it been at Keyscape? How is it going? Have you got any challenges currently that you're you're sort of still trying to overcome? Um, I think, like everyone, you know, the challenges uh, are still out there on um, getting product um, and uh, and also costs. You know, in 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 the times we live in, costs keep on going up week, month by month. Um, and when you price the garden, um, it's an awkward position to be in when you have to go back to the client and say, look, I'm sorry, but I priced this three months ago and, and costs have, have gone, gone up. You don't want to have that conversation most of the time. Uh, but I think people are starting to understand that that seems to be the case now. Um, and they, they appreciate it. And, um, I think you just need to be very transparent with your with your client um but um i mean keyscape is still still going 
Um, a lot of people out there think that I've given up um, in, in, entirely, but um, <laughs> no, I'm 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 running projects uh, now um, rather than sort of being too much on hands on. Um, but we. What sort of projects have you got going on at the moment? Well, uh, we have got. I mean, I've tried. I've, I've. I have a little project in the Cotswolds that um, we've been working on for, I would say, about ten years now. Um, mm. We did the initial sort of main uh, landscaping um, back in two thousand and twelve, um, and <laughs> every year since um, the client has got got us back to do a little bit more. And I'm uh, I'm actually going back this afternoon to sort of try and finish a few things off because obviously Malvern got in the way luckily they were uh, also very understanding clients I mean that's that's a garden that's been developing for a long time and um, my wife Ruth uh, has just keeps on adding a bit, bit more design into it um, but there the other um, large project that we we have going on um, is another one of Ruth's designs um, over north of uh, Stratford upon Avon and uh, design it landscape so actually building it um, so Dan Ryan who owns it they've taken it on um, I mean it's it's you know it's half a million pound contract and um, I'm sort of overseeing parts of that and um, supplying some of the uh, the product for it as well um, but uh, it, I mean they're very very good uh, landscapers Dan and his team and um you know, I I feel sort of, you know, at ease having them on board. Mm. And more beautiful locations as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. Um, you know, we're very lucky where we live. Um, you know, we're on the edge of the Cotswolds and uh, in uh, around Worcestershire as well. It's, um, you know, it's some beautiful countryside around here and some beautiful properties. So, yeah, very lucky. But of course, your other passion is Task Academy, and I'm really interested to find out a bit more about that. So how long has it been going and what sort of led you to setting it up in the first place? I, in the back of my head, I've had this passion for training and um, encouraging young people, especially, um, to come into the industry. Um, everyone has had their challenges um, with staff and training and um and people coming into the industry you know they they like the thought of it but the practicality side is a lot different um you know especially when you get to those those cold wet winter months um (laughs) and the i think the my my passion is 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 wanting to invest in that um and trying to bring more people into the industry to help our industry we need to invest in 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 the industry and with training mm. um and i and i've i've invested an awful lot already into task academy but that's just to you know get it get it started but i think the investment really also needs to come from from government um when i was in college you know 30 odd years ago it was it was government funded and now it's a huge amount of private funding and I think you know the government should actually they talk about it but I don't see them doing anything about it yeah and you know they're talking so much about how we need new green spaces uh, better access but I suppose 
part of creating those is investing in in that training in the first place yeah yeah um the landscape industry i mean it's grown what 18 20 percent in just eight years and you know we're a one billion in you know pound industry within the uk economy and um there's obviously a need for it um so i think we just yeah need to get people investing otherwise i I mean you know landscape industry or horticultural industry is going to fall on its knees and you know it's not just landscaping it's it's all sectors of the horticultural industry um and um it's uh, it's trying to get people more enthused about joining or, or being part in building that industry again Yeah, and there are a few other academies out there, but do you think that there's room for everyone and potentially even other academies to pop up as well? I, I, I totally agree. Um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm just a small... Well, I think I'm just a small part of it, and I think we need a lot more. Um, you know, I mean, we're based in the Midlands. You know, we're, we're quite fortunate in, in, in that side of it that we're centrally located. Um, but... You know, there is room for a lot more academies, you know, specialising in horticulture. The more the merrier, as far as I'm concerned, um, because we're all trying to do the same thing. Um, and, you know, there's no there's no real competition as far as I'm concerned. It, you know, if if we're getting people through the door and training them to do something they're passionate about, I'm, I'm, all, for, I'm all for that. Yeah, absolutely. So what sort of courses do you offer and how long are they typically? Um, what what kind of things could somebody expect? OK, so um, I mean, we do, I'll just run through you know, a quick list. Uh, we do natural stone and porcelain paving. Uh, we do uh, dry stone walling, um, brickwork. So we do introductions to brickwork. And I mean, all of our courses are fairly introductory courses, but then... If people then want to sort of upskill even more, we um, do advanced courses. Um, I mean, we do surveying. Um, we also do um, general landscaping. So we sort of touch bits of a lot of areas. Um, and also we're going to be doing hedge, hedge laying. Uh, but obviously that is season dependent. Um, and then we're going into first aid, health and safety, um, small machinery um, courses as well. Um, we're also going to be teaching business aspects of how to not just set up a company, but um, all the elements that are involved with with setting up a company, or if you're already a company, then you know what you should be looking out for regarding um, you know health and safety and um the, you know employment law um mm-hmm. so we've got some some great um great training partners um involved with that also industry partners um that are um really passionate about um using or you know uh, giving their uh point of views about you know how to develop your business Mm, fantastic and I know that that business side I, I imagine is going to be really popular because a lot of companies that I speak to say they sort of just had to learn as they went along really and sort of make the mistakes and learn that way um 
so yeah that that sounds like it'd be really worthwhile so in terms of the length of the courses how do they vary on our introductory courses we're doing uh for say the public we we do a general landscaping course as i said and that will be a one day course initially um but most of our other courses are between two and four days um so you know with with the natural stone and porcelain courses um we do separately so that will be two day course for each um but also we're looking at um apprenticeship um side of things where you would come in for a block of four days and we would cover pretty much most of what our courses are about um so they'll 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 touch base on 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 most of the courses um that we've that we've written and how much interest have you had so far huge amount of interest um i mean industry you're always um very keen to send their staff you know for training but um also from from Malvern, I mean, we were there at Malvern not just to promote ourselves in the industry part, but also to gauge what the public want. Um, and the public, um, well, we have o- overwhelming response from that. Um, and I think even you know if if we uh, are training public who who want to sort of upscale themselves or just learn a new element of landscaping a lot of people want to lay a path or a driveway mm. you know they they want to come and learn how to do it correctly mm-hmm. um and uh you know that's that's great for us um but also you know it's it's something that they they can take away and and even maybe you know teach whoever's going to be helping them um but it you know you, you we we all look around and see how badly some things are done by by general public um you know and if if they have uh, the right sort of education um from say a training academy um and then they can take that away and you know they're always keen to learn if you know um because you know the especially at Malvern show you get that passionate gardener um but they're always generally about maybe plants mm-hmm. but they never look into the actual hard landscaping side of it so it opened up a lot of eyes um to the to the general public um and it could i think the public is going to be our our main source of source of um, student really fantastic well that's really interesting best of luck with um task academy thank you i've just got one last question to ask you and it's one we always ask our guests <laughs> and that is what plant would you take to a desert island <laughs> oh you got me there um <laughs> uh, well it would be nice to be on a desert island at the moment i must say um after <laughs> after after malvern um i would like to take an aloe vera plant um but I don't think I'd have the use for the aloe vera if I'm not doing all the um, landscaping work. But um, so, I, do you know what? Jackfruit, that would probably be a good 
good food source. That's very sensible. And well, my my daughter, who's um, she's she's vegetarian, and she sort of introduced me to jackfruit a couple of weeks ago, and it's it's quite you know not being a a vegetarian, it's it has a, it has a great texture, but also it has all the vitamins and minerals that that we need. Is that the one people often use as a replacement for like pulled pork? Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so Articarpus, I think it's called. Oh, um, lovely. So, uh, and also, you know, you get that sweetness. Um, and like you say, it can be used as a, um, a meat substitute. Um, but it has lots of antioxidants and protein and... And apparently it has good blood sugar level controls. Oh. Um, and also it's, it gets quite big. So if if you've got a large fruit, then, you know, you don't have to, you know, you, you've got a good source of it. So, yeah, I suppose um, it's amazing what you learn off your daughter, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> well, that sounds like a fantastic but, option. Um, and you've made me hungry yeah. now, Rupert, so... <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Well, a huge thank you to Rupert. It was so lovely to have you. I'm Rachel Forsyth, and this has been the Horticulture Week podcast. Make sure you never miss one. Subscribe or follow Horticulture Week podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your preferred podcast platform. If you are interested in producing a podcast with Horticulture Week, email us at hortweek at haymarket.com. Huge thank you again to Rupert, and goodbye for now. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.